From the Financial Times in London, I'm Barney Thompson and this is FT News. He should stop behaving like a rock star. He's behaved disgracefully. He's joined in the chorus of scaremongering. He should ponder the fate of the Chinese emperors overwhelmed by forces they could not control because they could not bear to accept any criticism. These are just some of the criticisms levelled at Mark Carney, Governor of the Bank of England, by Brexit-supporting Conservative politicians in recent weeks, upset at his performance to the point where there was mounting speculation over the weekend that he was going to leave the job in 2018 and not extend it to 2021, a full eight-year term. With me to discuss the shenanigans of Mark Carney versus the Brexiters is the FT's economics editor, Chris Giles. Chris, how did we get to the point where this debonair Canadian banking expert brought in to the Bank of England with great fanfare ended up as the political piñata of the Brexiters? Well, I think as so often in politics, it's a cock-up, not conspiracy, in that suddenly after Theresa May's speech to the Tory party conference early in October, all criticism of Mark Carney seemed to be legitimised when she said, among other things, that the bank had made the country poorer, that it had hurt savers, and this has got to change and it will change. Even though the Prime Minister and Number 10 have subsequently admitted that they didn't check the words and but they no longer think the Bank of England has made the country poorer and that all she was really saying was maybe they need to redistribute a bit more to people who've got savings accounts. Those statements in the speech very much left it to be open season on the Bank of England and you had all of the criticisms you've just read out. So people thought this is the time to have a go at Mark Carney because people who supported Brexit really, really hated his interventions in the EU referendum and thought he was excessively political and had politicised his office. Is there a case to be made that he did overstep the mark? And following on from that, do you think he'll be a bit more cautious in future? I think that the answer is no and no. On the first, did he overstep the mark? No, I think it's actually rather important for the central bank, which presents forecasts, to outline the risks as they see it for the UK economy and outline what they would do in various contingencies. It was important for them to say there were financial risks for Brexit and to make plans for what to do, and they used those plans. Had they done nothing, I think we might be criticising them for something else. In terms of the economic forecasts and the warnings that he said there might be a recession, he didn't say there would be a recession and it wasn't the central forecast of the bank. Well, I mean, so far they have been wrong. I think we should be very clear about those. But you pay the Bank of England to make forecasts. Economic forecasts are often wrong. Sometimes they're too optimistic, sometimes they're too pessimistic. So I don't think you can say that the Bank of England actually thought the economy would be fine, but just said it would suffer in the event of a Brexit because it wanted to persuade people to vote to remain. I think that's quite ludicrous and it's sort of taking a conspiracy theory far too far. And whether Mark Carney will be cowed, it's not really in his personality. I think were it the Prime Minister or the Chancellor to be criticising him, yes, I think he would be cowed because you can't have a situation ultimately where the Bank of England governor is criticised by the head of government and his position would be untenable. But if it's people he doesn't respect, and it's quite clear that some of the voices, particularly people like Jacob Rees-Mogg, who he often has to deal with publicly at the Treasury Select Committee, and it's very clear those two don't like each other, then I don't think he'll be cowed at all. In fact, he'll see it as a bit of a challenge. Talking of politicising his office, Theresa May must be fearful of having a Bank of England governor run out of town 
by politicians because of what foreign investors and investors generally will make of that. It doesn't look very good if we have a politicised Bank of England. Absolutely. And so I would have thought now we're pretty clear that he's willing to serve for eight years. The Prime Minister and the Chancellor will jump at the chance because... There is a lot of febrile concern about the UK and how it's governed in financial markets, particularly in currency markets. And any suggestion that he's drummed out of town or really thinks that this country is no longer worth being part of, it's just such a basket case that he doesn't want to be part of it and would prefer to do anything or even nothing, would look very bad in terms of financial markets and other people's confidence in the UK. So I think that they're delighted that he's willing to stay on and I think we will get an announcement quite soon that that's going to happen. Will criticisms now cease now that Theresa May appears to have given him her backing? No, I think they're going to continue, at least not quite so vociferous, but I think they'll continue because people want to be able to blame the Bank of England. He has got some things wrong. So the forecast for growth in the third quarter was definitively wrong. It wasn't his forecast. It was the Bank of England's forecast, but it was a collective forecast, but he certainly supported it. And it was wrong. And the Bank of England has been pretty gloomy about the prospects for the UK economy. It will change those forecasts this week on Thursday. They will increase the growth forecast but they'll also increase the inflation forecast as well because of sterling's additional fall and so long as it can be shown that the bank of england makes mistakes and central banks always make mistakes then i would have thought he will still be a little bit of a punch bag for brexiters because they really really objected to what they thought he was using his office to try and get britain to stay in the eu and in that case you know it clearly failed but he was pretty clear about what he worried about the consequences of brexit before the referendum and so this will hang over him i think for the next few years is he so indispensable that we really couldn't carry on without him i mean if he leaves we just find someone else to do the job right Ultimately, yes, we would find someone else to do the job. No individual is completely indispensable. Most of the work of the Bank of England is done by committees, not by one person. So, of course, he's not indispensable. There are times when it would be easier to get rid of a, a person and times when it's harder. This is one of the harder times because there's lots of uncertainty hanging over the UK economy. But were he to leave in 2018 or when he does leave more likely in 2021 of course we can replace him and there are a number of candidates who would be perfectly suitable as the next bank of england governor chris charles thank you very much 